most people, I would venture to say, will realize their animal has found them. And it's not always the animal you thought you wanted or thought is the best animal, but it's the right animal. (laughs) Hello and welcome to The Wealth Within Us. This is Michelle, and today I have with me Carolyn Osborne, and she is an energy intuitive and Chiron medicine for animals and for people. So Carolyn, I'm super glad that you took the time out to come and talk with me today. I'm very interested not only on how you got started, but I love that you're communicating with animals and people, kind of like a relationship therapist. So I definitely want to talk about that. But first of all, how did you get into this kind of work? Um, I got into this work kind of, I guess, through a back door. I, I never started it this way initially. Um, I have been a violinist, professional violinist, and working yeah, as a violinist. Came in it from another, another era. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I've been doing that most of my life. But then at some point, I was like, you know, I need to come up with something else at some point when I retire or... And I've always been really interested in holistic health for myself and um, always involved with animals like horses and dogs and cats and things like that. And so it was actually through my chiropractor who uh, invited me to a like a one day class of this particular modality. And it was all on energy medicine and how to work and how to balance the body, to balance the meridians, to balance the organs and get all of these things working and communicating. Would it be for you? So it wasn't with the animals at this point. This this one was for me, but the the key was the guy says, you can do this. And like I said, this was just sort of like a self-care class where I can do these things on myself, you know, minimal. Um, But he said, you can do this on your family and you can do this on your animals. And I went, Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) So ding, ding, ding. (laughs) I'm over here. Let me play with you. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought, wow, this is great. So basically that sort of opened this doorway and really intrigued me. And I just started taking classes and getting certifications and broadening and expanding and, and then, you know, connecting more with specific animal people as well as, you know, with the people. So I started sort of working with people with the understanding that I'd be then working with animals. So it all progressed and to where I am now. So, um, so I've been doing this now, I guess about 12 years, 13 years now. Okay. um, Been doing it for quite a while and it keeps progressing and, um, and evolving as all things do. Yeah, I'm sure you started out with one way and then, and even as you do the work, I feel like you progress as well, just intuitively. So not by, I mean, yeah, we all take courses and we do all these new things and techniques, but just internally, I think we progress as well. And, and the biggest thing is to do this work, you have to work on yourself. Like you're saying, so So working on myself. So I'm getting sessions from other people as well Mm -hmm. as me working on them. And the more um, they work on me, that clears my blocks, clears my, yeah. you know, imbalances. And it's this ever-evolving progress. <laughs> Cycle that um, <laughs> But that's, but, you know, 
that's what then helps me to help other people or animals. The more I'm clear and the more I'm, you know, or, or dealt with certain things, then that enables me to be a better assistance to my clients in their situations if whatever comes up. Well, and I think it's interesting because how, so how is it different when you're dealing with a, a human and an animal can't tell you like, hey, my my knee's bothering me or, you know, I've, I've got this thing going on. So how does that look different when you're working with a person versus say a horse or a dog or an animal? Okay, so with the person, I can ask them <laughs> and they, they, you know, it's like, okay, tell me what's bothering you. And then it's like, okay, what's really bothering you? Because everybody mm-hmm. has had their surface stuff. And then it's yeah, like, it's, right, it's the top yeah. symptom. <laughs> And then, it, and then it's like you start digging deeper and it's like, oh, okay, these are the, you know, the deeper issues. Mm-hmm. And then we start um, clearing off the le- the layers, the levels, the different layers. It's like an onion peels, you know, you keep yeah. clearing one layer and then the next layer. And the work, the beauty of the work that I do energetically is it only addresses what's ready to go at that particular moment. So I'm not going in and pulling things out that are like, no, 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 don't touch me yet. Yes, yes, the the dark, dark places. You know, so you have to kind of work around them or get to them and clear out other areas before they feel safe to release. So I'm I'm always working, you know, so that's for the best interest of the client and the person. So you're not doing something that they can't handle and that's yeah. not in interest. Yeah, it's like anything else. We we're we're not equipped to deal with things that we're not ready for. Right, exactly. And um so it's it's a progressive process <laughs> that happens and I like to say it's great because it's it, the work continues. Every session builds on the previous session and it's over a period of time. I've had some work done on me where it was like 6 months later where all of a sudden I went oh, that thing has totally shifted. Like that thing is not there anymore. You know, it's like all of a sudden you notice it like six months later or a year later. So it's not always like a right away kind of issue. But if you continue the process, then that allows the body and the energy bodies around it to make those necessary shifts for those big changes to happen. So it's definitely a process. And then to answer your question about, yeah. And then when you working with the animals, it's basically the same process, but what I'm doing is I'm um, intuitively and energetically connecting with them. So I'm talking with them as an animal communicator, I'm able to connect with them and pick up what they're um, feeling and have to say. Um, I also do medical intuitive reading. So I'm able to kind of look at their body and look at them energetically again, and say, okay, this is kind of where there's an issue. This is what's going on. It's on the physical layer. It's on the emotional layer, you know, whatever, wherever it might be. So that gives me a better um, way of understanding. Plus whatever their their parent is telling me about what they're feeling or what they're experiencing. Yeah. Um, or some recent because, event, like maybe they just went on a trip somewhere and they were in the back and that freaked them out for a while or something. Right, exactly. And you know, animals, of course, have physical issues, and I deal a lot with that. But there's also a lot of emotional issues with them um, because they are very much in tune with their people and their surroundings. So they tend to take on the emotions of their person or their people. You know, if they're in a family, you know, they could be helping different people, not just one. Um, 
And so then they can get a little overloaded and processed. So it's that's where helping them process and release what they've been taking on, whether it's physical or emotional or mental, um, sometimes even spiritual. You know, there are sometimes these karmic connections you have between an animal and a person. You know, they uh, I've worked with several um, animal and people pairs where, you know, they have experienced past lives together. You know, they've been together before. This is not their first time together. And so it's just a different dynamic, but there's mm-hmm. a deep connection that goes through these many lifetimes. I, I definitely feel that's true. I feel it with my cat that had passed away a few years ago. And I feel it with the dog I have now. It's like, she's like my little heart spirit dog. Like we've been mm-hmm. through this before. <laughs> yeah. And, but, but the important thing then to say is, okay, we've been through this, but now we're taking it to a different level. It's a mm-hmm. different dynamic. It's a different yeah. Or, or, or what, what time around am I here to heal? And I, I mean, they right. really are. I think people underestimate and they look at emotional support dogs like it, it's just a way to get your dog on a plane or in a, wherever in a in a shopping area or whatever. But I think for a lot of people, it is true whether you're conscious of it or not. And as you just said, if you've got your animals taking on the emotional dynamics of a family, depending on your family. I mean, yes. wow, that dog or cat can really be taking on a lot. And and one of the important things um, for people to realize is, especially with emotions, when either a person or an animal is taking on emotions and they're either suppressing or repressing them, whether due to trauma, whether due to overwhelmed whether due to you know they're helping other people or they can't speak up or you know whatever the situation if those emotions are stuck for too long of a period within the body and they do they go somewhere in the body usually you're kind of weak spots sometimes it's the lungs it could be the digestive system it could be the nervous system it could be your hip you know it just depends for every person and animal that's different that then can ultimately start to turn into a physical illness or disease because it has to go somewhere and has to do something. And if you have that anger or that fear or that sadness or whatever, that worry, excessive worry in your body all the time and you're not getting it out, it's going to take a toll on your body. I mean, it's just like anything else. If you leave something untouched, like the, the leaky faucet, if you leave it leaking, before you know it, maybe now you have water in your basement. So I'm assuming right. our bodies are kind of the same way if we ignore all those stuck emotions, which, which I'm working on. I'm working on it. Right. And, I, and, yeah. and you know, it's it's hard for people to deal with that. You know, it's very uncomfortable. It's not mm-hmm. always pleasant. No. But ultimately, if you really want to take care of yourself and your animal, you want to clear as much stuff out as you can to keep it clean and keep your, your energy field clean, your physical body clean. And then that, then you're able to deal and process things. So the animals are doing this a lot. They are taking on not just their own emotions, Mm -hmm. that of their person. And so um, this is where I am. I have a a program that I call my Chiron mirror sessions, the package of four, or it can be eight, but four, um, 
where I work on the animal and the person. Okay. on the animal first, or I might work on a combination of the animal, then go to the uh, the person, then I work on the person. And, you know, so it just kind of depends on, again, at that moment, which is the best place to start, which is the best, um, what's ready to be addressed, (laughs) you know, right there to help clear that. And then especially, um, so animals express this in different ways. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to that. Um, an animal can be just depressed or hit hiding or um, they may get aggressive. They mm. may start acting out. They may start doing, they might be peeing and pooping in places. They might okay. be digging. So they would might be cues then for, a, for the pet owner to look out right. for. Exactly. So if there are behaviors that have suddenly come up that are not normal or not the the usual way then it's like okay where is this coming from what is the animal trying to say they're usually trying Uh to tell us it's like all right there's something going on that Mm -hmm. you know we both need to address and deal with here (laughs) And, and we need help um so that's because you know animals do not go out and do bad things intentionally Mm-hmm. Unless they have a reason, and okay. their reason is they're getting overwhelmed. They're they're taking on too much. They're they can't handle it. Um, I was just working with a service dog and its owner who has PTSD, and this dog literally, it's just like overwhelmed and just it's like couldn't take on any more. It was just like I need help. And was it overwhelm? From the person. So where was the overwhelm coming from? It was coming from, from the, the person. From the person servicing. Yes, yes. The person that he serviced that he was she was servicing. Um, and it just was, it was, it's just too much. And if the person can't address it, you know, the animal can take so much. And then the animal started having its own physical issues. But it's just like, I can't do this anymore. It's like the animal's like, I'm just exhausted. And they're exhausted and they're not responding and they're not able to take it on and let it go as easily as they used Mm. to so this this can manifest like i say in many different ways in different forms yeah so it's the important thing is the awareness for us to have awareness about our pets about what's going on first look at look at i mean i always say first check with your vet and see if there's anything physically going on because Mm -hmm. there could be a physical issue there and that's you know rule number one then if they come back and they're normal and they're fine, then you start to say, okay, what else is going on? What's changed in my in their environment? What am I going through? <laughs> what am I putting on them? What am I not saying or, or releasing? Or what's going on in my life that, that could be causing disruption or impacting my pet in a slightly negative way? Um, you know, so don't do this intentionally, but no, and it's not intentional, but it's, but it's, it's becoming aware. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just the awareness of us saying, oh, maybe I need to leave those dark emotions outside the door, not bring them in the house, Mm -hmm. you know, leave work at work, (laughs) you know, or, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, if you don't do that, even if it's just you and your pet, if you, if you had a family, that would then transfer over to possibly your spouse or your children mm-hmm. or whoever else was in the household with you. So just like exactly. it transfer on to them, 
it's going to transfer onto your pet as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's all interrelated. That's yes. that's the bottom yeah. line, and they're all different, you know, situations. And it makes so, so much sense. Yeah, and so that's that's what I do with those Chiron mirror sessions, and it's and it does make sense. And when people start to realize it, it's like. It's like, oh, yeah. And I'm not about making people miserable and saying you're the cause of, you know, yeah. everything. <laughs> but a lot of pet owners are more concerned about their pets than they are about themselves. Hmm. On which and level he, do you mean? Uh, just anything. I mean, they they will do anything for their pet. They'll take care okay. of this. But they don't necessarily want to address themselves. Their own. Okay. You know, so it's like, yeah. okay, it's a joint effort here to be successful. Now, there are always people that aren't. Yeah. So do the best I can with the animals and do what I can. But everybody has a choice. Everybody has, you know. Yeah. And, and it seems like there's a commitment. Like if someone was to work with you, it's a commitment on their part, too, that they would be open to. Like maybe there's some changes that we need to make as the pet parent. That right. it's not just how do we get the pet to do what we want the pet to do, but how do exactly. I, pet and I it's, just, just like in marriage counseling or relationship counseling, it's <laughs> doesn't, it's just not the one person it's bull. So even though this is exactly. your pet or whatever, you still have to have your commitment too. And, and you have to realize that the animals are trying to communicate in mm -hmm. whatever way they can to get your attention which may end up being something that's not necessarily the best behavior, but that's usually <laughs> them trying to say, um, hello. <laughs> I got some issues. <laughs> I, yeah. I need, I need you to like pay attention here. So that's, you know, for people to, again, expand and realize you could say mm -hmm. it is like a couple. It's like, it's not just about them or just about mm -hmm. the person. It's the connection between the two and what yeah. is going on. Because regardless so, of the health of the connection, there's still a connection there. Mm -hmm. And it just gets stronger, the better. Yeah. And, and when you build that and you open that up, that just makes the bond even better. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you're like really in tune with your animal. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm seeing this differently. And it expands yeah. everybody's view of how things are, are yeah. what's really happening the world you know and it always seems like the pet no matter what it is they always have like a favorite you know what I mean so they almost have like their person mm -hmm. so like my dog even though when I got my dog I was definitely her person and same with actually my cat my kids were younger but like I was always my cat's person as well but even even here like I, I'm here with my sister and my sister's got two dogs and each dog has a person <laughs> and, right, and you, exactly. you can tell who it is. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's sometimes not, it, it's not a hidden who it is. Oh, and, but they're, they're there to help that person. They're there to support that person. They came in for a very specific job. So mm. that's the other thing you realize animals like us come in. I mean, the purpose, you know, those that are spiritually, aware and open you know we all are here for a specific purpose and mm -hmm. agenda and what we're here to learn or what we're here to do the same can be and said heal. for your animal and heal right i mean so and then you have that choice to make those changes yeah. and do whatever you want with it yeah because we all have free will so we can come in here with a purpose and 
we right. might do that purpose. Right. But. So, and it's not always comfortable and it's yeah. not always easy, but then you work through it and you get the bigger benefits, right? That's so same thing with the animals helping us, you know, they're not just here as playmates. They're here as our guardians. They're here as our teachers. They're here. Most people, I would venture to say, will realize their animal has found them. They didn't find yes. the animal. Animal finds them. So when you look at that and go, okay, this is, and it's not always the animal you thought you wanted or thought is yes. the best animal. Oh my god, it's the right animal. <laughs> well, it, right? it's funny because with my cat, I had a wicked allergy to cats. I mean, I could go into a house with a cat and have a full on like, like I cannot breathe episode. And I remember I went to go see uh, an energy worker and I was on her table and she said, there's a cat around you. and it's not that you're going to get a cat, but there's a cat that's going to find you. And I was like, cat? I'm like, I'm allergic to cats. What do you mean? <laughs> and I kind of, you know, I didn't really think about it. And then about a year later, this little kitten showed up. In fact, my son found found him. He was under the deck meowing. And I mean, that we literally adopted this cat. And I even went around the neighborhood and I was like, no one's missing a kitten. And because and, and I wanted to make sure. And, you know, he was our cat for 13 years. And I, I I think about six months after this cat was like, like, you know, now you have the cat and you can't like, like right. you love the cat now. And um, so, yeah. And then a couple of months later, I remembered that I was thinking, oh my gosh, yeah, she was spot on. And that cat found me and even my dog now, my dog is, is she was a rescue and I'll never right. forget when I went to meet her. I mean, she just came running up to me and kind of jumped on my lap. And I'm like, here. I found you. It's you. <laughs> That's how I know how I felt too. <laughs> but it it's is so true. true. Yes. So when you start to look at things from that perspective and realize that there is a, there's more to this picture than meets the yes, eye. Yes. Yes. Right? There's, there's a lot of divine to... intervention going on. So yes, say. there is. And, 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 and maybe yeah. pre-planning before we incarnate into these bodies that has gone on, whether we realize yes. it or not. Yes, I, I, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, also when you have several animals, if an animal, mm -hmm. when one has passed, very often that one will then help direct the next one to you. you uh, know, they're, I feel they're that very much. I definitely right. feel so that. So they're out there helping you to, again, find the right pet, you know? Mm. Or, or partner, whatever you want to do. So, I mean, so like I work, you know, a lot with horses as well. And mm -hmm. in the horse dynamic, you're dealing a definite partnership because it's not a pet. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a partner. Yeah. Generally speaking, you're working together. Um, and I've heard so that horses are, and you know, way, way more than I do, but maybe we can talk about this, that horses have extreme emotional intelligence. Their hearts are huge. Their heart energy this is why people love horses so much because you get in their energy field and it's like, oh, you, know, you just feel so good. But again, they are responding to your energy and they're responding. I mean, they one thing I learned with horses is, I mean, they're way they're way ahead of you. Mm. You know, you're you're feeling like you're here. You know, you're kind of thinking ahead, but they're already down like five steps ahead of you and know where you're going and know what's happening. So when they respond to something, you're like, haven't gotten there yet. It's like, but they're already there. <laughs> they're, they're feeling that. So 
they're so connected and intuitive. Um, and I, I had to learn how to be really in the present, only think of now. If I start thinking too far ahead, then they're like, oh, okay, we're going to go up there. It's like, no, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> Wait, that, that's five steps down the road. We're, we're still here. <laughs> we're still here. So you have to really and be in the moment. And let's face it, for any of us on the spiritual path or any sort of these paths, it's about being in the moment, right? Yeah. Which is here. harder than you think. It is so yeah. hard to be in the present. I, I, I've been practicing this very, very recently because, you know, we all kind of think, oh, I'm totally living in the present. And then this has been my focus the last week. <laughs> and I really am like, yeah, I am not living in the present moment as much as I like to think I am. So, of course, you know, I had to make like a little diffuser essential oil blend for myself and yeah anyway so yeah it, it takes it, work to be in the present moment it does and and animals are a great mm-hmm. way of reminding you that you have to stay uh, in the moment and stay now and stay here i love that yeah so yeah. if you're having and trouble so, in the present being in the present get in get a pet right <laughs> but again with the horses again it's i mean so consider their work service animals in many ways mm-hmm. as well so, you know, they're taking, they have their own job and their own agenda and what they're trying to do, plus our stuff. So again, if we're not coming in clear, present and focused, that distracts them from being able to do, because they're trying to process everything we're going through. They're trying to figure out, okay, well, what do you really mean? Do you really want that? Or do you want that? And you have to really be clear mm-hmm. you know, to help them. Um, and again, they're, they're big teachers, <laughs> you know, they, they really know how to, um, to keep it real <laughs> as it were, but I love working with horses because, you know, they're, they're just as much, they're just bigger and mm-hmm. it's a different purpose, but they're just as connected and involved. And anyone who has a horse and works with a horse, I mean, are just like, you know, you're, you are so connected. And you really, when you have that bond, it's unlike anything, you know, it's, it's really an amazing and you feel that and they feel you and it's just, it's amazing, (laughs) you know, so it's, and the, and the energy work helps them. They, Mm -hmm. when I had my horse, you know, I would do like this little self self care clearing on him every day before I would ride. And then he was, just, it was just like, he would visibly be, and they would ground him and he would center and he was just like, oh, okay, okay. Got rid of all that stuff. And I could be centered. And now a couple of times I forgot oh. to do it or just ran out of time. And then like, he was much more spooky and he was just, you know, it was like, he wasn't clear and present, you know, himself. So it was and also, Yeah. It was like, it took me a moment to figure out, I was like, well, I was, you know, he a little bit more off today. It's like, oh, I didn't do my little energy clearing on him. Oh, yeah. And, and they really appreciate it and love it. You know, they really, and all the animals do. They really love it. And they gravitated. I used, I have a, talk about a, a great story. Um, I had a, when I was first starting to do this work, I had a cat. And so I was, um and she did not like me to do sessions on her physically because cats are very sensitive, but I could do it from like in the distance. Across the room. <laughs> across the room. But I was doing a session on a dog in like Hong Kong or something. 
And I was like, <clears throat> using, and I asked her, I said, can I use you as my surrogate, you know, so I can do the session on you, but it's for this other dog. Bless her heart. She sat on the table. She let me do the session on her. As soon as I was finished, poof, off she went. <laughs> and it was like, but she wouldn't let me do it on her that way. You know, because this so was too funny. Oh my God. But I know it was, and that to me was like, okay, like, they're a wow. lot more aware and present yes. than we give them credit for. Oh my gosh. I mean, they're just so much more connected, I feel, to the earth even oh, yeah. than we are, let alone all the stuff that's around us on top of it. You know, it, it's so funny because I have a little, she's like a little terrier breed and like her going out and sniffing and doing all this stuff. I mean, you can just tell that she is in her joy just doing all these little things. But then, you know, then she likes to lay around. She's kind of a cat dog. But when she's in her mode where she she can go, 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 and you just see how connected they are and the slightest scent that goes by and it's like, Yep, I got it. No, like a thousand things from that one smell. (laughs) Exactly. Where a roaring train could go by sometimes and I'd be like oblivious, you know. (laughs) We get so caught up in our head. Yeah, they really um are much more their senses are much more attuned. I know this is Mm. one of the one of the balances I almost do on every animal is balancing their sensing chakra because that balances all of their five senses and gets things because they can be overloaded if it's too big and too open then they're just getting inundated with all this oh, input kind of like what an empath would feel like right exactly and so just sometimes by, i get overloaded exactly so by adjusting mm-hmm. that those chakras their sensing chakras which are on the side of their nose actually okay helps to process and for them to balance and regulate those senses so it's not locked open it's not locked closed there's it's adjustable depending on their circumstances and they're able to process mm-hmm. information so in a rate they can handle so do they have a different chakra system than we do um they have the same chakra system but they have a few extra ones um oh. i don't normally do on on people um so there's about three or four extra ones okay that are that are added um so but but basically it's the same so you know you can use the same chakras which is that impacts them just as much as ours you know okay for, for them so it's really important to to keep those open and keep those clean so and grounding. they're very similar to how oh, yeah. we are which is even yeah. more interesting because you think they're so different from us but again i think it's just another um proof in the universe that we really are connected and i don't just mean people but like us the animals the land the water like we so often lose sight of how connected we all are they are and i got to experience that in an awesome way um last fall um i did a trip with a one of my mentors who to who teaches and help has Mm -hmm. helped me in this and we took a trip to the Red Sea and swam with dolphins for a week. Oh, wow. And being in that water and being with these, you know, mm-hmm. uh, pod of dolphins, you know, several times a day and just feeling that connection. First of all, they're so much smarter. 
<laughs> than than we are. You know, the the dolphins, the whales, you know, elephants, all of these animals mm-hmm. are a much higher intelligence than we are in many ways. But Would just you say that it's a higher intelligence or it's like they're just at a higher frequency than we are. Because I look at us and it the like we feel sometimes I look at humans and we are so dense and you know we're all trying to you know, raise our frequency, raise right. our I would say, yeah, at. a little bit, a little bit of both. I would say okay. because they they just have it together <laughs> in such a way. But just I, I was so honored and felt um the the love and the connection and the support from them was just and just healing and just mm. um being close to that you all of a sudden experiencing it in a different way than it's yeah. you know than what we normally experience and they really have so much to offer us but you know we humanity tends to think animals are beneath us you know overall mm. not everybody but a lot you know that and we can use them as we please and yeah. it's like, and we're kind of sadly taught that as well Right. And they aren't. I mean, there's so much more there. And if we give them and we connect with them on that level, you know, if we're able to communicate and connect and meet them where they are coming from, then it's a whole different experience. So that's part of what I'm trying to do with my work with with people and their animals. It's just helping to get you on the same wavelength, Mm -hmm. communicating and connecting so that you're understanding each other and able to support each other in the best way possible. So that you know everybody's benefiting. Oh yeah, the whole experience it seems like it. Yeah, and when you benefit like that, I always I always look at it because we just said before how connected we are. It does ripple out. You know, even if it if you say, well, it's just the the main person. Say you've got five six people in a family. Even if that one person is doing work, I can only imagine it ripples out to not just your family, but like oh, definitely colleagues, your clients, everything else. That that falls under the principle of you know the work you do on yourself and the more you shift yourself, people in your in your direct environment have to change to adjust. So they have to change or they leave. You know, yeah. if somebody doesn't want to adjust to the new you or you know mm-hmm. the way you are, that's when you very often people leave your life because yes. suddenly they're not. And that's when people, people fall off. People fall off exactly. New people come in. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because then they you bring yeah. in people that higher frequency, that higher yeah. energy. They're a better match for you. So you know, like attracts like. So mm-hmm. if your energy and frequency are higher, you're going to bring in those like people and animals yeah. with you. It's so true. And and the famous quote I think is Mahatma Gandhi. She said, "Be the change." And I definitely fully embrace that. I don't think that we can ever expect the people around us to change unless we start to change first, because then their change will, as you just said, I love the way that you put it. They can either choose to stay with your change or they can leave it um, Mm -hmm. and go somewhere else. But Mm -hmm. I find most people adapt because when you're changing in a positive, more loving, more high frequency way, it kind of becomes infectious. Mm-hmm. For other people, like, oh, I, I want to be around that. I don't want to be around the negative person that's complaining all the time. Like, I want to be around the, the positive people who are moving and going places and, and doing cool things and, you know, making their lives better. Yep. Yep. That's the, 
Definitely. <laughs> you said it all. <laughs> so but it's amazing. I mean, animals have so much to offer us and they have so much to teach us. And, and to go back to your original thing is yes, energetically, they're the same as us. They have the same aura. They have the same energy fields. You know, they're still physical beings. Like we are physical beings, but it's the um, kind of that spiritual energy frequency aspect that that's where it can be a little different, you know, or, or we can be a little more dense. <laughs> humanity sometimes <laughs> and you always wondered where did they why do they call me dense you know not that anybody called that to me but remember they'd be like oh you're so dense and like i never really understood what that meant until i got into spiritual work and then you're like oh that's what that means. It's so funny how these terms get thrown around somewhat out of context where you don't really understand what they mean and then you go on this other path and you're like oh I see a lot of things that people use terms that, that they don't really know what it means. Exactly. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So it's, it's an amazing phenomenon to say the least. So it is. And, and I, I absolutely love what you're doing. So how would a session look like with you? You were talking about okay. your four. Um, okay. Your so my sessions, session yeah. what does yeah. that look like? Okay. I do them all online. Okay. So much all on Zoom. Do you ever go on purpose or on in person? Uh not within animals, no, because it's a distraction. Okay. Primarily oh, for animals, animal can be home. They can be where they need to be. Mm -hmm. There's no stress. There's no anxiety. Okay. I'm connecting with them energetically. So it there's no distance. Yeah, there's no barrier. You know, the animals next to me or three thousand miles away. Or, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And People are amazed at how they can tell their animals responding and, and like sensing mm -hmm. that it's like I'm there. So they definitely are picking up on it. Okay. But it's just, it's, it, it, it just is easier. Also after the session, it gives the person and the animal chance to just kind of rest and recoup mm -hmm. and not have to be driving. Yeah. Animals also, most of the animals I work with will either sleep or relax during the session. But if they are at home or in their own environment, it gives them the opportunity to get up and move around. If they're clearing stuff and need to move, sometimes, you know, when an animal shakes, yeah, very often them clearing stuff off their body. So that gives them the opportunity to get up and move, to drink some water, yeah. to clear off and to shift the energy in them so that they can kind of resettle. Mm -hmm. their, and in their familiar environment. And then they're in their familiar environment where they're safe, they're happy, and there's no stress. Yeah. So, so that's the first thing. So all my animals I do, and mostly all my people at this point too. Okay. Um, it's just easier. It is. And it just, it works better because then every, there's no stress, you know, there's no, mm -hmm. I need to get there on time and yeah, drive. Or there's traffic and I'm running late and all that stuff yeah. is, is eliminated from the equation. Yes, exactly. So it makes it um, much happier for everybody. Then uh, the session's about 50 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and I, um, I use muscle testing. That's okay. how I love muscle testing, muscle testing when I, you know, what's what I need to go to. I have a, a form, a chart that I work through and ask the questions. Is it this, is it this, is it this, you know, and I connect mm -hmm. and then I tap, um, Oh, so I do that over the head, the heart, and the the guts. So the three, okay. brain, the three brains. There's the so sort of like brains. the EFT tapping, the emotional freedom technique. Yes, yeah, kind of like that. But it's just I, I'm not on 
necessarily sometimes I have a specific hand movement uh, position but mostly it's just and I just have them tap over their heart but I'm doing the tap and I tell them what I'm going through um, as I tap it out and um, so that usually I go until it's like my body my my muscle testing and saying that's it for today you know because again I I'm and so, and like with the animals, I generally go in and communicate with them first. I'll tune in and find out, you know, say, hi, I'm doing this. Is this okay? Um, and I get a range of experience, responses. It's funny. Sometimes they're like, oh, it's taken you long enough to get here. I've been waiting. You know, I've been waiting. Other times it's like, who are you? And what do you want? It's like, I'm here because your mom wants me to help. Well, are you sure? You know? So it just varies. But I know they can't go like, here's Carolyn's number. Give her a call. <laughs> Can <laughs> <Exactly>. you imagine? <laughs> exactly. Please call so her. I, Your Lord, please call her. <laughs> yeah. So that so then I kind of just do an overview and just, you know, look to see kind of what is going on after, you know, what the person has told me or what they're addressing. And then we just see what comes up and it just follows along as to what comes up. Mm-hmm. Um Sessions like if I if you're doing a package of four, usually it's about every depending on the severity of the situation or what's going okay. on. Um, usually it's I would say about every two to three weeks the sessions are. If it's really chronic or if there's something really serious going on, I might do it every week. Okay. So it just, it just depends. And again, I muscle test and and check to see, but it's also um I let the the pet parent say, okay. They can usually see the session's working, it's all working, and then it kind of runs out of gas. Yeah. So it's like you, so if you reach that point, then it's time for the next session because you want to keep the progress progress going. Smoothly. Yeah, and you so want to make great. what you did sustainable. Like we were talking right. earlier, you don't want it to be too much or overload because then you can't process that. Right. And so usually, and it usually initially takes three, four, five sessions to really feel the impact and to really notice. Mm-hmm. a significant change of sorts then it's just maintenance or you know, again it just depends on what the what the purpose is and the goal okay. um if you're dealing with chronic issues that's a, that's a more of a serious mm. you know issue if you're doing with just kind of general clearing and balancing um working with a person <laughs> you know they have to then shift and process what's going on too and figure out okay how do i deal with all this yeah so all those things come into play and um, it's all, it all works. You know, yeah. I, like I said, it's, there's not anything. I don't force people to do anything. Some people need a little longer. Some people need like three or four weeks. It was a big change for them. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, I need some time to, if they're not used to this kind of work and they're not used to that kind of change, you know, that's a big shift for them in their life. They have to process that and it takes a little longer sometimes. Yeah. So it just depends on the scenario. And how that goes. Um, and I agree. It's like you said, you said it earlier, where when you're doing this kind of work, sometimes it seems like subtle or you're like, Am I, is anything happening? And it does seem time, sometimes seem subtle, subtle, subtle. And then all of a sudden you'll have this realization that some awareness comes up that you never thought of. And you know that the only way that awareness could have ever have come up was because of the work that Mm -hmm. you're doing so sometimes I think sometimes people were so used to this quick fix thing 
Exactly. Yes. And it's not, and it's a, not that way. It's not it's like a lasting fix. Yes. Yeah. And I'm also very much, and I, I, I try to tell my animal people better to do this before you get a big problem. Don't wait until it's a chronic problem yes. or there's a big issue because animals hide their disabilities. They hide their illnesses. Oh. I can't tell you how many times, you know, everyone's fine, fine, fine. And then suddenly their dog has stage four cancer, but they don't show it. They don't, okay, they, you know, or things like, or whatever disease or something's coming up because they are, um, that instinctive side of them is to protect. They can't be weak. They can't show weakness. Okay. So they cover that up and they come out like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Even though they may or may not be. Mm. So, Are there um, ways that we could pick up on that? Well, again, certain like behaviors, certain, um, you know, if their patterns change, if they're not drinking mm-hmm. as much water, you know, if they start licking, you know, I mean, anything that's out of norm, that's out of the normal behavior. If some, and, check that's where you want to go to the vet and just double check you mm-hmm. know better to go in and pay you know 150 bucks for a routine exam and know that it's okay or they can start to take care of something they can make an adjustment yeah um it's just like because, as people the emotional the stuck emotions lead mm-hmm. to ease in the body exactly and that's when not, like, not handled or when not fully processed right. and discharged so, you know, I'm all about that preventative, being proactive, and being preventative. Mm-hmm. So even if there is not something wrong, there is always something that can be cleared and worked on yes. and made better. It's like with us too, right? We're always doing oh, yeah. that. I don't have yeah, a no, problem, yep. but I'm still doing the work on myself so that I don't ever have that problem. Exactly. Right? And we all, and we all so came here with stuff. I mean, yeah. if, oh, if yeah. we didn't have stuff, like why would we need to be here? exactly so it's it's all how that works and then so that's that's pretty much how I work and then um I just wanted to mention that I'm starting um a new monthly group uh, event online so again it's online for pets and their people and I'm working on a specific theme each month so this month I'm doing stress, anxiety, and anxiousness. Next month is okay. age, old age, and end of life issues and things like that. Um, and that's something people could jump in at any time. Yeah, you can, you know, you just, it's on my website. You can come in, you know. Yep, but we'll have everything in the description. So don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the point of it is, it's based on the quantum physics aspect of observation. Mm-hmm. So even though there's a group of people, if they all have issues with their animals that are like related to anxiety or anxiousness or stress or overwhelm, and they may be as well. <laughs> I pick, um, I pick um, one animal person pair that will be the representative for the group. Mm-hmm. And then I will do a session on them, which will again, by the people there observing and watching and uh, contribute, it's like they're contributing to the healing as well. Yes, and getting so, healed as well, and getting healed as well. So it's it's this it's this whole new kind of way of of approaching. Oh, I um, love that. Idea. I, I so, often find that group work can be extremely beneficial, and I'm not. I think individual work can as well, right. but I really feel that there is a place. 
for both. Because sometimes with the individual stuff, you're like, well, we don't feel like sharing everything. <laughs> right. And that's, and that's the why there's so much like you get yeah. perspective. You get a, so much more perspective on whatever you're struggling with. And you also realize you're not alone. Yeah. You know, other people there are going through similar yes. issues or similar experiences. And there's a there's a comfort of knowing, okay. Mm-hmm. We're all going yes. through this and you all understand and you can all relate and you can support each other in a way um, that you don't get necessarily when you're just by yourself. Yeah, I, I totally Absolutely. agree. Yeah, so, uh, the group approach. Yeah, so it's on Zoom, right? It's on, yes, it'll be on Zoom. Okay. Yes. That's what I figured. And they're at the moment, it's an hour and a half long. Um, so just have enough time to kind of get to know, you know, introduce people, do mm-hmm. like a little... Um, Prayer, not prayer circle, but a, uh, you know, contain the energy, you know. Yeah, kind of like like a little opening prayer kind of yeah. thing or opening thing. setting the attention. And then, right. And then I will pick the um, designated pair and then I will do the session. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have question and answer at the end so that people, if I, you know, want to ask about what came up or what's happening. Yeah. That and then we'll close the circle at the end. And, and are you teaching people how to do this at home with their own pet? Is that part of it? Um, not yet. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know that's a whole different dynamic. Yes. Yeah, that's a whole other, <laughs> I'm just trying to get the group going right yeah. now. <laughs> Let me get the group first, Michelle. Cool your jets. <laughs> that's a good idea. Good idea. Yeah, because then people can continue on at home because what you said it was once a month, right? Yeah, but again, and then also that's where they can then come for a single session if they want a little Mm -hmm. bit more focused energy to get a little more detail. But you can always, as you're saying, you always pick up something from that group dynamic. It'll take what you need. And it may not even be something that you're aware you need, you know, so that's the cool (laughs) thing about it, you know. Yeah. I always find that when you, when you go to like a workshop or something with a group of people and you know, they're like, oh, let's, let's have a volunteer. And then you don't get picked. And then you're like, oh, dang. But I I've learned to not worry about getting picked or not picked. Cause I know that the people who are coming up, that there's a message still in it for me. But I used to kind of always be like, dang it. I never get picked for this stuff, <laughs> but I had to like reframe my way of thinking about it. So that exactly. oh, well, it doesn't exactly. matter if I don't get picked because whoever gets picked, I know whatever that is going on with them can benefit me as well right and that's the whole premise of this yes. whole thing so that's yeah. so everybody benefits everybody's exactly and that's why i love and that's why i never worry about that stuff it's not like you're just <laughs> going to a kidding. class and you know there's something up there you know you're not separate you're you're all involved you're all connected and you're yes. all yeah and you set that intention from the beginning that you're all connected exactly. and you're here yep. for for this purpose. So now everybody's on the same page. Yeah. No, exactly. I, I absolutely love that. I think that's fantastic. So yeah. So I'm excited about it and just, it's, it's, it's going to be great. It's just <laughs> getting people to go, Oh, this can work. It's like, yes, it can work. <laughs> yes. Well, if there was one thing for the people out there that maybe are struggling with their pet, um, mm-hmm. whatever kind of relationship that they're in, What's what's one little bit of advice that they can walk away with after our talk? Become more observant. Mm. What what they're trying to tell you and what's going on with them. 
you know, get out of yourself and put yourself in their shoes and become a little bit more uh, attentive to, you know, what they might be experiencing and support them, you know, because we, we get in our own, our own stuff and we think of them as an annoyance half the time, but if we can realize, well, maybe they're doing that for a specific reason, or maybe there's something else going on and that's what we need to find out what's going on. Yeah. It's kind of the same with people. Yep. See, have really some compassion and have some have some compassion, some love and patience. Yeah. You I know. Well, how can people connect with you? Okay, they can go to my website, which is Chiron C H I R O N energymedicine.com. I have all my information there. They can of course sign up for a free consultation. So we can, I can talk to anybody who has any questions and uh, we can learn more about each other. Um, I have the information about the group class there. Mm-hmm. So that's on there. And also about my mirror sessions, that's there. And just any other, you know, there's all that information there and testimonials and all sorts of stuff for them to find out. Oh, um, they, can also, they can also call me at um, 818-776-8432. Okay. And there's the email, which is discover at chironenergymedicine.com. That's discover at chironenergymedicine.com. So they can reach me all those different ways. Yeah. And And if you miss uh, that and you're driving, listening to this, don't worry. It'll all be in the description. So no worries. I'll make sure that your information. So is there there anything that we missed? Animals are amazing. People can be amazing too if they yeah. get out of their heads. <laughs> but it's, I just, I am so grateful to the animals and I'm becoming more and more grateful mm. for, you know, what they have to offer and what I'm learning from them yeah. and how we can give that back to other animals. Yeah. I, I've always felt that my pets, my, I've only had two pets, but I've felt that my pets have brought a different sense of balance into my life oh yeah very grateful for the ones that are here and the ones that are gone and they're very healing and they ground us and we live longer and we're saner if Mm -hmm. we have you know some some animal in our life at some point now we can't always always have them but if you are open to that experience Mm -hmm. there's nothing but benefits really so Yes, I absolutely love that. Oh my gosh, Carolyn, I'll have to have you back. Um, <laughs> maybe you could do a whole episode on one of the. I love that how you're doing it on the specific topics. Um, I yeah, really yeah. that. So maybe we, we can have you back and sure, definitely do some definitely. fun stuff. But I so appreciate your time for coming and oh my gosh, just such a wealth of information that you shared with us and our pets because I know we are all those of us who have pets and especially if you know me, I go a little crazy with my dog like she yes a dog in the store that has the sweater and the little you know the little <laughs> she's sitting in the cart or yes I'm one of those that has a stroller for her so <laughs> so yeah it's all good she is a pampered little pooch I will tell you <laughs> awesome 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 well that's the only way it should be right exactly Well, thank you again so much for your time. And until next time, this is Michelle with The Wealth Within Us.